Podcast Network. I spent a solid 90 minutes this morning uh, looking at uh, dumbbell snatch videos. What? One-armed dumbbell snatch videos. What? Uh, that, you know, for good uh, technique to add to my routine. Uh, so I wrapped it up, took about 90 minutes trying to find a proper weight that I would use uh, to enter into this routine. Then I promptly went to my kitchen and I ate uh, three bowls of ice cream. <laughs> I did the exact same thing this morning, but removed the word dumbbell. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don. I was going to say GB, Jeremy, but decided to lay off this week. Thank you. I do appreciate the uh, not calling me a giant, ginormous baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check it out. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Radio for Winners, on Twitter, at Radio for Winners. Uh, and hey, thanks to the guy who recently uh, added a new iTunes review. All right, see, uh, it which does help to titled, ask every week. It ain't bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll take it though. And you know what? That's actually the perfect description, I think, for the podcast. Eh, it ain't bad. I'm gonna change our description on our Podbean page. <laughs> now wait a minute. So ha- I haven't read it. Can we read it? I'm pretty sure it's just it ain't bad. Oh, is that all? It says? Is that all it says? Uh, I know. You know, he talks about how he's added to his morning commute. He's actually gotten some uh, genuine laughs out from it. Uh, he wants us to talk about power rankings and and maybe even rank our worst power rankings. So clearly, <laughs> uh, clearly he knows the history of the show when it comes to us doing power ranking segments. But uh, you know, let's add more. We need more uh, iTunes more reviews. More power rankings. <laughs> Can we power rank our iTunes reviews? Oh, there we go. Here's a segment no one will care about. <laughs> so we give have, us a like, give us a review on iTunes. We have not done a power ranking in a while. That's because for a while we were doing them every week and they got really bad. Well, but our customers... Top three toothpaste. Our, our customers demand it. Oh, we'll I think there was a it. point where we almost did salad dressing. and uh, <laughs> It was pretty bad. I'll eat a Caesar. Not a very good discussion. So Tony has a retraction from the last episode, oh. which had, by the way, a huge hit, Ask Don After Dark. A lot of people, big fans of Ask Don After Dark. But what is the retraction? Retraction! Then last week, we were talking about hot dogs. I think it was one of the Ask Don questions. And uh, Don had said that Ann's Dairy Cream has the best hot dogs. And I was like, no way. That's, they have gross food. I had confused because whenever I think of Ann's Dairy Cream near Marley Station, I think of Ann's Franks because that's a, a terrible Larry Poon joke that I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately I confused Ann's with Dairy Queen. It's not, it's not a Dairy Queen. It's I know Ann's it's Dairy Cream. I had completely confused it. Maybe it was the, uh, the Catawba... The Catawba beers I've been drinking. Uh, Dairy Queen has terrible food. Uh, Anne's Dairy Cream, uh, fantastic. What about what about Anne's Frank's? Uh, Anne's Frank's. The joke for (laughs) Anne's Frank's, I believe, was make sure to keep them in your freezer because they'll perish in your attic. (laughs) 
never find. Oh, my find. God. <laughs> is, that, is that really what he said? Yeah, I think he said it one time. I, I was really, I was very happy with that oh joke. Oh, my God. Uh, apparently, no one else sounded very funny. Larry Poon would say that. I, oh, my God. He had advertisers for a while. That was one of the advertisers. Wow. We should, unlink, we should unlink that Larry Poon video that uh, popped up on our Facebook page this week. We don't want to be associated with that guy at all. <laughs> I, know, I know many weeks we have to share our stories of how we've gone uh, many amazing places, met amazing people, but some weekends we just do regular old guy things. And this was one of those weekends for me specifically. This was my son's first t-ball practice. Now, I don't know, Don, you've, you've coached even many children's teams, and my son had done soccer before, but it was just kind of like a skill drill thing. This was the first time he actually has like a real team. They gave him a shirt and a hat. It was very exciting. And so we were supposed to get to the first practice was this Saturday uh, at 9 o'clock. It's kind of drizzly and rainy. It's about 40 degrees uh, at 8.30. But they said, no, you know what? We really want to get started. We really want to get this this week started. There's only one makeup week. We don't want to use it. So everyone meet at the field at nine o'clock. So we get there at nine o'clock, and as soon as it's as the clock turns nine in my car, it begins hailing. I mean, large chunks of ice falling from the sky to heavy enough where people are diving in their cars. This was Saturday. Saturday morning. All right. But we stuck around because I had a very upset child who did not want to go home and not play t-ball, despite that it was raining ice. Uh, and enough other children did that they decided to. Uh, to go ahead with the game, not the game, because it's just basically everyone takes a turn hitting and then everyone takes a turn running the bases and feeling good about themselves. It was fun. Now, when they started it out, they asked if anyone wanted to coach, and I was like, I would hate to coach, and I did not sign up for that, and I, I was like, I would not want to do it. I, I decided I actually would not mind coaching. It's I, just kids, <laughs> and I could deal with kids just fine. I was I was talking to other kids, not feeling weird. Uh, every parent, though, I felt absolutely terrified. Now, do you, in order to coach, you have to go through a background check. and um, I do that for my job. So even though I probably shouldn't have passed it, I've passed it several times. And uh, so that means I'll probably pass it for the purpose of T-ball. So are you going to coach? Not this year, no. No, they have coaches. They did not need my help. Now, why, why do you think it would be very easy to coach? Not easy. I did not hate it. I thought I would hate it because I don't like dealing with other people's kids. But when they're actually doing something organized, it wasn't so bad. So it's organized? Sort of. For, okay. for as, as organized as a bunch of four-year-olds playing t-ball can be. Now, what are you going to do when it all of a sudden gets disorganized because after about, I find about at that age, after about 23 minutes, and I have it exactly written down, 23 minutes, I find that they lose their shit. Yeah, it, it, I even <laughs> just, the, you know, I was only really doing my own kid, and, and after about 20 minutes he was done. So here's here was my 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 findings. First off, he can hit the ball pretty well. I was surprised about that. He was right. on a tee, but still, he's four. It takes like father, like son, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the king of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he also was great at fielding as far as like if they, he wasn't catching. None of the four-year-olds were catching the ball, but they would chase him down. He wanted to catch every ball. He'd get very upset when he didn't get them. Uh, what he cannot do, though, is throw a ball. So, Tony, I know this is something you said you didn't want any boys because you didn't want to teach him how to throw a ball. It doesn't matter that I didn't show my son how to throw a ball. The fact that he throws a ball kind of like he's doing like the discus, he spins around and just lets the ball come <laughs> out of his hands. All the coaches and all the dads just stared at me. So, wait a minute. This <laughs> like, uh, what's, your, uh, what's that kid doing? I was like, that's how I throw the ball at home. Is, is that that's the most embarrassing thing? It was it was he. I was like just underhanded. If you're not sure how to throw it overhand, he's like I got this, and he just spun around like five times, threw the ball randomly into uh, like, and so fell to the ground. Did you not play catch or anything? Like uh, well, we, no, no. We, we've we've played 
sort of catch. I, I throw the ball to him, and he will basically just let it fall. We well, sort ground. of play catch. What I do is I play a <laughs> game on my phone. <laughs> I, I give him a ball to play with. I just tell with. him to, to, to be busy. He didn't have a glove until the day before practice, so it's not like he really worked on catching the ball for Throw real. the ball at the top of the steps, son. It'll roll back down to you. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, actually. That's pretty accurate. But no, I actually, I, I Wait, think I'm I might. I'm on my fourth level here. Hold on. Daddy's playing Zelda. I got a lot going on. I don't want to mess that up. I'm on a I'm perfect dungeon ready to run. I'm the boss. Uh, now, wait a minute. Is that, is that some sort of masturbation reference? No, unfortunately, it's not. It's just a Zelda reference. Uh, now, hey, I, I'm, I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. That your child does not look like you, and um, you said he feels. <laughs> you said he feels well and hits well. Are we positive that you know you're seeing anything like pointing in any sort of direction here? About well, luckily he's a stubborn ass, so he's exactly like <laughs> me. I'm pretty sure he's he's mine. No, that kid looks exactly like you. Um, I have um, we've escalated over on our side, so um. I'll jump into baseball in a second, but Saturday, um, I had uh, my wife was out of town, and I had to. Um, we actually canceled opening day. We had a big opening day celebration. They canceled that, and um, unfortunately, we had lacrosse. So I thought I was going to get out of all sporting events on Saturday altogether. Um, but that's it, we hit like we're out on the field, and um, it was sort of okay it was bearably warm like no it was cold it was awful this well it was cold but it was it was okay but then like i swear to you in a split second all of a sudden the wind picked up Mm -hmm. next thing you know it's it's snowing and sleeting everywhere and they just kept on playing yeah yeah that's that's when we had our practice it was it was misery so these kids it's four-year-olds they don't want to play well so i'm i'm miserable i left the kids in the car to watch a movie i'm down in the field watching my daughter play and I am, I'm just like, this is really cold. I don't want to be out here. So the game is finally over. <laughs> here comes my daughter on over. She's crying. I don't know whether she's crying out of excitement. No, she's crying because she's freezing. And, and I'm cold, too. And I've got a jacket on and pants. And she's out there with her lacrosse uniform. But I have to like kind of look at her and lie and say, it's not cold out here. You need to give, you You're need not to getting get, my jacket, daughter. You need, to get back, you, know, you need to get back out there and play. All your friends are out there playing. You need to get out there and play. Uh, so flash forward to we've started our games. Now, we're, we're beyond T-ball at this point in time. So this is the first year where there is no T. Last year it was um, coach pitch, but after like five pitches, you, um, we put the T up. This year um, the T goes away, um, and we pitch. I, I don't know how many pitches. Are kids pitching or coaches? No, still? the coaches are still pitching. But Do they keep score or no? Well, so this is the first year that we keep score. Oh, man. So there's that the outs count, the scores count, and your record counts. So does um, the opposing team's coach pitch? No, no, you pitch to your own your own. Kids. So everyone's just underhand pitching. No, over slow. overhand. Just beating him. <laughs> <laughs> no, o- overhand, right? But um, see, this this is the piece. So uh, Coach Nick is uh, is coaching the team, and um, you know, so when the other coach is pitching, it's kind of the polite thing to do for you as the coach of you know, your players that are in the field to sort of back up the catcher. So all the balls don't go like all over the backstop and they're everywhere. So you're sort of back there kind of just bringing everything together, putting it in another bucket and kind of handing the the bucket back to the coach that's pitching. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nick is back there and in walks up this like cocky little like first grader that's hitting from the left side of the plate and is swinging like um, I, I the only way to describe it is you know how like if you 
if you swing, you like let go of the top hand and like the right hand is sort of the bottom hand follows through. Right, so when now, you have a full swing. So right. now you're just swinging fully, but you're only swinging with one hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like like a cocky major league baseball player doing that, right? Like a big whiff of a swing. Well, this kid, I mean, for first swing just goes all the way through and goes all the way around. Let's go with the bat. Oh, no. At <laughs> it's Coach Nick. Please say <laughs> Coach Nick in the hospital. Not, not only hit him. in peace. I mean, hit him in the leg, and it you just hear this, like, the only way I can describe it is like a bat hitting like a metal fence. Just that, like, ding. Like, I thought that Nick had like a titanium rod in his leg. It made that noise. So you immediately see every parent on the side just go, ah, well, he, <laughs> you could just tell he was, he wasn't just like that, that hurt. It, it had to hurt, but he was also pissed at the kid oh, yeah. for letting the bat go. But you can't scream at a kid. Well, you can't scream at the kid, but then you. I mean, you can. <laughs> that's where I was wondering how you would react to that. No, no, I would have screamed. <laughs> I screamed at a kid today because they threw a piece of chalk. <laughs> I would have cried. Um, I, I would have absolutely, I was like, ah, oh, that really hurts. Um, but then you like look at the opposing coach to see if the opposing coach is going to intervene and coach right, the kid right, on right. holding the bat. All you hear is two hands on the bat, son, two hands on the bat. That's all you hear. So now he's back there. So he has, I swear to God, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a golf ball sized lump <laughs> right, <laughs> right on his shin. And the previous game he was pitching and really kind of wasn't, I don't know what he was doing, he wasn't really paying attention, like he was going to get another ball to pitch the kid, but the kid hit the ball and went right up the middle, like right at him. <laughs> so it was like a line drive right at him. So, so look, being a coach is, uh, is serious business. I just want to make sure you understand. By the way, I play first base coach. I'm all on the sideline. Yeah, that's um, where I'll be. I'll yeah. be. I was just saying, just in the sure dugout, just keep track of the score. <laughs> if you can just keep him organized without actually hitting them over the head, I'll be impressed with a bat. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. No, I'll make it one season, decide never to do it. But and I definitely do when they're older. I mean, just when they're little. I don't want to coach kids who can argue with me. I, I I think it just evolves. Like I I am starting to I'm starting to see like this. So this is the first year we're keeping score, and it's the first year that the record counts. I can start to see the tension. On the coaches' faces, like we're gonna win this, we gotta beat this team. This team sucks, right? <laughs> you can start, but, then you, but then you can start to see the parents. The parents are, you know, there's more parents showing up. Of course, there's more parents hanging out at the backstop when their son is is up at uh, at bat. Um, I'm I'm starting like so. There's no there's no umpires yet, right? But so the coaches are sort of left to call, you know, outs. So I've been pretty liberal with calling, you know, anybody it's out. End up with a fist fight. I, I'm just waiting for like. What do you mean that guy's out? He's safe. I'm just, I'm waiting for that to happen. It's, It'll be you. <laughs> and that's the problem is that I'm afraid that it's going to be me. I, I, I know it's going to be me. And that's why I hate myself. See what you have to look forward to, Tony. <laughs> this, is, this is what life has become. Super exciting. Well, I got started this past weekend with a childbirth class. Oh. That my wife signed me up. Did you guys go to one of those? I was going to say, did you ever go to one? I didn't go to childbirth classes because my wife is a labor and delivery nurse. So for the first kid, she was like, oh, I have this. I don't need to go to a class. You might want to take one, but then she just didn't make it happen, so I didn't go on my own. Uh, but it was not easy uh, to have a child as opposed to delivering someone else's child. So after the first one for the second child, she went to a hypnosis class that I had to go to with her, a birth hypnosis class. But it turns out if you just play really soft music and talk at me, I will pass out. <laughs> so we went to a bunch of these classes, and first she was like, God, you're really into this. And then she heard me snoring, and I got in a lot of trouble. But uh, I did still sleep through about two-hour sessions for six weeks. It was nice. 
Yeah, I I also did them for the first. I really, I I look at all the preparation that goes into having your first child and then the lack of preparation after. Like, there's just, there's no thought or effort put into it. It's like, oh, yeah, all right, get the car seat in. Okay, we're we're good. I'll I'll pick you up in an hour. That is essentially, (laughs) you know, the amount of effort and planning you put into the rest. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's getting getting the baby to to, to show up is the big deal. And once you have it, everyone's like, so um, that's cool. See you later. I think we did ours more for the tour of the hospital so we knew where we were going so i I like but i mean yeah i i mean i don't know how much i paid attention i guess the breathing piece i don't i don't know how was yours you know i I won't go into all the details of the class but it's just your basic class but it was it could have been cut down though to about four hours from eight hours that's a little Uh, long or really, uh, four That's hours uh, for the guy. What did you say? Eight hours? Oh, I see. It was eight hours long, from you 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You did it on a Saturday, like a one-day thing? Saturday, yeah. I felt like I think we did like like four like four or five weeks, but it was like a Tuesday night for like right, an right, hour. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like a class like that. But uh, a few things that stood out. One, we, we sat in, in, uh, in front of a couple who I guess had one kid uh, previously, and they felt the need to act as if they're experts. Uh, on 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 childbirth. Yeah, that's irritating. <laughs> it's just kind of annoying. Like, don't go to the class. They're they're so they're so good at experts. They have to have and go to the the class for the second child. Right. And I do have an apology to anyone I have ever had a conversation with uh, ever. Uh, I am a low talker. <laughs> oh yes. And uh, I didn't realize how annoying uh, talking to a low talker can be until you actually have a conversation with a low talker. Uh, which I had, uh, I couldn't understand what this guy was saying. <laughs> it was just like, he's like, uh, yeah, wait, I'm, not sure. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, so we're in the back, because uh, they, uh, they had some snacks in the back in the kitchen area, and, and he walks in, and I'm like, man, I hope they uh, hope they let us out of this uh, this thing early. And he's like, uh, I'm like, I didn't know what to say. He said, so what he laughed. said was, I'm the teacher. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he said, I'm going to eat you. So like I laughed thinking he was making a joke, but then I realized he wasn't making a joke at all. He was being whatever he was saying. He was saying it seriously. <laughs> but I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, all right, good I talk. I have cancer. <laughs> I ran into this issue, and I'm not sure if maybe you guys have run into this before. Uh, whenever you've ever gone to like a meeting of some sort or an event where they uh, they have food provided, they had pizza for us. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever had to stop yourself from getting more food than what you would usually get uh, because you didn't want to come across like a pig? Yeah, like I only got two slices. No, because I just eat whatever I want. I no longer care. Now, I, I've done it like at a business function where you're like, yeah, no, I'm just going to get a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you've done that. Uh, I have, but it's always with alcohol. I got to be I, I with do... food. I don't care because I don't, I don't care if people think I'm fat. But like when they've had open bar, you're like, well, I'll just have two beers tonight. No, then no, I, I go meanwhile, back I'm like, I'm going to go home and drink 17 beers. I don't, for <laughs> some reason, that doesn't bother me. I drink more and eat less because no, I don't no. want people to judge how much I'm eating. No, I, I'm not worried about them judging me. I'm worried about what I'm going to do if I drink a whole <laughs> bunch of beer. So I do not drink a whole bunch of beers. At, at yes, I totally restrained myself. I had like two slices. I'm starving. <laughs> Uh, and then I went back there afterwards, and there was like four boxes of pizza left. Yeah, because <laughs> so everybody I, does I that. I restrained myself for no reason. Everybody did it except for me. Everyone else would be like, I'm only going to eat two slices. That's it. No, especially if it's at work. No, if it's at work at this point, I eat as much as I possibly can. Fuck those guys. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all in all, uh, it, was, it was informative. A lot of nipple. They showed a lot of nipples, and I was not prepared... <laughs> I was not prepared for the videos on the actual birth. Yeah, I was going to ask if they actually uh, show those for you. Yeah, yeah, they had some uh, some people that inside the video that were completely cool with uh, 
with uh, the film crew of <laughs> the film crew getting as as detailed as they want to with what yeah, they were man, shooting. You could totally film me, man. It's the most erotic thing you'll ever watch, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it changes your life. It does. Oh, it changes. It's uh, it's, it's far it's far more terrifying. Uh, I, I don't know if it's worse when it is or isn't your own wife, but it's still all around pretty bad. I um. I, uh, and magical. It's a gift from the Lord. When you have the baby, your first baby, at least in my case, and I, I, I think it's for everybody, they assign... All that feeling of dread? Uh, <laughs> that was baby number four. Uh, I, um, they, they assign you a nurse. Did you have a nurse assigned uh, no, to you? No, no, but, no. But again, we, went, we, we delivered at the hospital my wife worked at, so it was like everyone in the hospital was just coming and hanging out, and um, they were like, oh, this is your husband. It's good to meet him. She's like, that's great. I'm trying to push a baby out. Get out. Get out. Yeah, I am um, yeah, shaking hands with your, like, yeah. I um, Oh, hey, it's good to meet you. Yeah, I hear a lot about you. I had, uh, our first, it took a while, and you know, they moved into um, just a, um, a sterile room so they could kind of, like, use forceps to pull the baby out, but I had a nurse assigned to me, and, like, the nurse was like, uh, this is your first child. I'm here to make sure that when you pass out, I catch you. Yeah, like yeah. that. That's that's the thing. I totally envisioned Toadie needing that nurse. I was fine with the birth itself, and I was fine with everything until so I, my son was born, and uh, and I, I'm holding him, whatever, and I, you know, I, I give him back to my wife, and and then I, I walk out of the room, and they just have the placenta sitting in a big bowl by the oh. door, and I was just like, <laughs> what is that? Oh my god. Yeah, it, it yeah. was ridiculous looking. Yeah. It looks like every terrible alien you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and people dry that and eat it. That's weird. Sprinkle it on your salad. <laughs> like Mrs. Well, I guess if you dry it out, it's kind of like, like, Mrs. like a big Dash. piece of jerky. Yeah, we have cranberries <laughs> to sprinkle on your salad today. But we did not do that. Wow. We did not do that. Uh, so I had a little bit of a medical thing that happened today um, at work, and I'm kind of curious to see how... How you would react, and I'm trying. I'm trying to see if whether or not one of my coworkers' reactions was was appropriate or not. So, um, I mean, I'm 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 at my job, and um, we we hear that there's a customer that has had some sort of a medical incident, and um, they have passed out in um in in my in my work, I'm trying to be vague as possible. Um, they've passed out, so I go out there, and I just. <laughs> I just see a bunch of people standing around. No one is really there to. I, I mean, there's one person with the with the with the, the the person that's passed out. But I'm I now have to like jump in because I see that this this is an old man and his eyes are rolled back in his head. So are, first off, are you the type of person that would just stand there and point, or would you like jump in and try to do something? I'm gonna hold my answer because I actually had a very similar incident when I worked <laughs> retail. Okay. So Tony, what would you do? I am absolutely uh, gonna take myself. Let's say I'm on the uh, on the floor um, or wherever I am. I would immediately excuse myself to the back uh, and let uh, let anybody else uh, jump in there uh, because I'm completely unprepared to do anything uh, involving helping. So I, I I spend time with with this guy. He finally comes to, and I I lay him down and. Uh, you know, so I, I immediately take over. I see that I lay him down. I'm, I see that he's having some sort of a medical episode, like a seizure of some sort. Um, I um, I unzip. He's got like two jackets on. I unzip the jackets to kind of cool him down. And I talk now to him. Now at any point where you're like, really, sir, two jackets? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, is when the paramedics got here, they said, sir, do you, do you know how nice it is outside today? You're wearing a fleece jacket and a thick leather jacket. Now, this is a, a older man. Um, I talked to him the entire time, realized that, you know, he was an older man. So I asked him if he had his like 
medication available. Like, so he had a list of his medication what? in his Where wallet. Where is your wallet, sir? Where is your wallet? So I, I got his wallet out and it had his medication in there. Um, Who keeps their medication in their wallet? Well, they kept, he kept the list, the card with oh, okay. all of all of the medication. He also had, strange enough, uh, a Make America Great Again <laughs> bumper sticker. <laughs> So, Very odd. so the paramedics got there. Um, he actually um, had three more episodes while the paramedics were there. All every time he said, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine." Like three more, like his eyes rolled back in his head. So I had I had one of my coworkers walk up to me, and they said, "Hey, you really did a really good job with that customer." Um, you know, did, did you did you upsell him? No, they said. <laughs> did you get him a warranty? <laughs> they said. They said. Did you ever think that you needed to use that Bic pen thing? And I was like, I knew exactly what they were talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? You put it in their mouth? No. So, so like, and just move it back and forth. If like you it's a ever, dick? No, if you ever had to perform an emergency tracheotomy, you oh. can put you poke a hole like right, like you know where your right, throat right, is, and then you can you can it, it's supposed to the skin. That's if someone's choking. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> like, they're having a seizure. I said <laughs> they're just poking a guy in the neck is having a seizure. I said, <laughs> I said. I said well, I, I didn't I didn't think that I needed that um, because they were talking to me and they were breathing. So, <laughs> so that, that did not come to mind. I said that would, that would We were ready to amputate his leg. Uh, not necessary. <laughs> unnecessary. I have a rusty saw in my trunk. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if people really think that way or like like because now I'm concerned that this next generation of people that's coming up if yeah, but I, the holes in her neck. If, <laughs> if I have some sort of a medical episode, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a big pen stuck in my stuck in, my in the throat. back of your neck. They're gonna do it wrong to begin with. It's not gonna make any sense. Yeah, I'm just gonna have like you're having a heart attack and they're stabbing you in the neck with a pen. I just sprained my ankle. Why is this big pen stuck in my throat? God, now that I think about it, Coach Nick with that leg injury that he had, I probably should have stuck a big pen in his. Uh, <laughs> that would have helped him out. He would have forgotten all about his leg while you're jabbing in the neck with a pen. I did find. It weird that when I opened up the first aid kit, it had nothing inside but big pens. Just big pens. <laughs> just hollowed out, hollowed out big pens. So I, I didn't answer because I had a very similar situation. Except I wasn't working in a store with multiple employees. I was working. In a, I was the only person working in the morning shift in an electronics boutique in Marley Station Mall, home of uh, Ann's Dairy Cream. And <laughs> this man, it, we had these bins that were in the store, and the bottom of the bin uh, was hollow, so you'd put storage in there. Um, but the top of the bin would have all the, you know, of one of each title at least of what's in there. So I'm, I, I'm, I can't see anything other than this bin shaking and this guy digging through. I thought digging through the bottom of the bin. So I was like, sir, everything that's in that bin is at the top of the bin. And I hear nothing, but I see more rustling of the bin. And I was like, sir, everything in that bin is on the top of the bin. And I go over and he's clearly like on his back on the floor having a seizure. Uh-huh. And so I <laughs> stare at him for a second and I go, can I help you with something? <laughs> and then I scream the F word. And I go and I finally call security to come and help him because I didn't know what to do. I mean, I called 911 and they, they, they sent an ambulance and the security showed up real quick. So there's, there's two things that I find funny about this. Number one, you said as soon as it said seizure, Tony backed away from the microphone laughing hysterically because I, apparently he thinks seizures are funny. Well, they are. And then you, you looked at the guy and said, can I help you? Yeah, that's the only thing I remember the whole thing is I honestly asked him, can I help you? I was like, what would I do? Customer services, you always ask what they should do. Uh, can I help you with something? And then I was like, what am I doing? And I ran to 
the phone and, and made, I mean, that was 20 when this happened. I, I don't feel quite so bad that this happened then. But uh, the other thing that happened is that the, so then then after the security came and, and basically watched the store so that that uh, we could get the, the paramedics and everything, he got up and, and because he had a seizure, he had wet his pants. Ah, uh, and I might have pointed it out. <laughs> what, wait, wait, I might have mentioned it loudly. And realize after the fact, I probably should have done that. Pants. Hey, that guy wet his pants. And I was like, what am I doing? I have a problem. <laughs> <Pity> <laughs> Seriously, it was like, what is wrong with me? He didn't buy anything either. That was really the, the big downside <laughs> of that morning. I did not get a sale out of that. You yelled at him. You said, can I help you with something? <laughs> and then I screamed the F-bomb. You and screamed ran out the, the F-bomb. <laughs> and then you pointed out his pee pants. I was not very good at customer service. I'm not going to lie. I don't do retail for a reason anymore. I feel like you should have to retract or apologize. <laughs> like, I, I need to put the Alanis Morissette song up in the background, and you have to apologize, that guy. Uh, my entire morning was very poor, except that I went to Chick-fil-A for breakfast. I'm pretty sure I did every morning. That's why I'm so fat. But it was, yes, I, I did deal with that previously, and I did not deal with it properly. But I never did think, should I poke this guy in the neck with a pen? Didn't happen. <laughs> if you, you might have needed it with that guy. <laughs> like, that's... I, I had it, it's funny I had a I had a um, I had a coworker had a seizure and um, they said she was eating and <laughs> we were prepping for a conference call and um, she was eating something and I turned around and I asked her if she could pull something for me like a report for me and she didn't respond and I see her like 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 just seizing on the floor well you're not supposed to stick your finger in a seizing person's mouth but I also knew that she had. Um, she was eating something, and I wanted to get it out of her out of her mouth. So I just stuck my finger in and like swiped out like the food. Ugh. I wish I just had a big pen. I could have just yeah, <laughs> poked her in the neck, saved some trouble. Hand it right into the neck. Not touch tuna fish with your bare hand. Gross. <laughs> oh my god. Gross. Wow. Now, when I was happening, were you cursing at her? What are you doing? <laughs> What the what fuck are, you, are doing? you doing? I was may not have been the most prepared for that event. Can I sell you the Legend of Zelda on the Nintendo <laughs> 64? <laughs> so you're in the wrong aisle for that. Our controllers shake on their own. Whoa, boo. <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry, America. Well, you know what else is terrible? The regular segment we do every week on Radio for Winners. Radio for Winners. And the news, that's right, Radio for Winners and the news. Every week we take a bunch of terrible news stories, take all the terrible facts out, make them much happier, bring them to you a little bit at a time to make you a little bit smarter the next day at work and impress your boss and friends. <laughs> maybe maybe not cussing at the customers that are seizing on Perhaps. the floor would impress your boss Let's and some friends. some sort of basic <laughs> training. <laughs> well, this first story comes to us from Coon Rapids, Minnesota. <laughs> now, I did work before I worked in retail. I did a year and a half working in McDonald's. So I have some experience talking food uh, service in fast food. Now, I was 16, uh, so it's not quite so bad to say I worked in McDonald's for a year and a half. I was 16. However, this Mc, uh, Burger King in Coon Rapids received a call from, quote, the fire department, letting them know that they had a lot of gas building up in their in their restaurant and they had to get it out as fast as possible so the manager ordered all the employees to smash the windows out <laughs> wait, wait 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 because they didn't want a gas explosion in the burger king okay so so wait a minute so 911 call 911 it was from, from the burger king it was no not a 911 call from the burger king someone called the burger king number and said hi we're the fire department you have a lot of gas building up you need to kick your windows out <laughs> so the manager said holy crap and ordered everyone to smash all the windows out of the burger king now i have a couple comments uh for anyone who works in a fast food restaurant one you have doors you could open them 
Uh, two, you have drive-through <laughs> windows. Just open those windows. Gas isn't going to build up so fast it explodes <laughs> the whole building. A little bit of air will help you in that situation where you have a gas leak. Also, you would smell a gas leak. None of these things are true. And also, 911 doesn't call you to let you know you have an emergency. That's not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. Hey, but my favorite part of the story, though, is that it's... It's the most recent version of this. This apparently has happened to several other places. Most notably in Shawnee, Oklahoma, the exact same thing happened at a Burger King. Someone called to the same thing. <laughs> they did $10,000 worth of damage uh, by knocking their windows out. And then right before that, uh, in Morro Bay, California, same Jesus. story, $35,000 worth of damage because the manager then went outside and drove their car into the window. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to say on that last one, I was going to make fun of the manager for saying that they are clearly incompetent, but I think instead that if I worked at a Burger King for years and I had any reason to drive my car angrily into the restaurant, I'd do it and blame it on the fire department. See, now my question is, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, actually, tomorrow I may go to work and I may drive my car into the building. I, I, that's I, true. I'm just thinking, how many fast food restaurants could I call to see if I can get them <laughs> to do that locally here? Hi, I'll be driving down Ritchie Highway. Look at the McDonald's on the right if you're going south. <laughs> And then the McDonald's on the left. And then call back and go, I'm so sorry. I meant the McDonald's across the street. They were filled up with gas. Do you have their number by chance? <laughs> I just want to let them know. I but I don't want to call them. Could you call them I just for want to me? give them a call. I'm the fire department. I work for the fire department company. <laughs> the fire department company. <laughs> National Fire Department Co. We're with the National Fire Department Corporation. <laughs> you have a gas buildup inside your restaurant. Please we have a meter that's built into your restaurant you didn't know about. And uh, it's going off the charts. What the hell is wrong with society? Well... Uh, this is another story that you sent on. I'm not going to do it as a separate story because I think it ties in nicely. Uh, you sent a video some, from a, a D.C. area Five Guys, which is nicer than fast food, but the same idea. It's a burger place. Enjoy a Five Guys. Where somebody has uh, had, had broken in by following a delivery guy in at the middle of the night, and then <laughs> at 3 in the morning, uh, I don't believe they stole anything other than they made themselves some food, hung out there for a couple hours, and left. So now, first off, we talked about this at the beginning. You said they didn't steal anything. They didn't steal any money. I, I meant money. That's not what you said. They said they didn't steal anything. Right, right. But when I said that, I meant they didn't steal anything. Like, it's not like they broke in, found the safe, broke the safe open or whatever, and took the money out of it. Yeah, but they broke in and they stole food. Well, they made a couple of sandwiches and left. That's not a, that's not a felony. I feel like... If, now, they're looking for this person. Yes. Well, they have him on video. It's, it's not like he was wearing a disguise. It was just clearly some dude that went in, made a bunch of food, and left. It looked a little like somebody that I know. It wasn't me. Are you sure? Well, it was black. <laughs> um, so it's not me, clearly. Okay. Um, I, I, I had a friend of mine that um, at the Green Turtle in Ocean City, mm -hmm. um, the, the kitchen was closed and the bar was open. Uh, so him and a couple buddies just, you know, like, you ever, you ever worked? You never worked in a resort town, did you? No, no. So, like, I worked in Ocean City and, you know, like, employees. I wouldn't call it a resort town. Ocean that's, City? That's really pushing Ocean City up a little <laughs> higher than it needs to be. Come on, he's going out his secrets. <laughs> it's, like, it's like going to Cancun. Ocean City is a resort destination. It's, it's not, but it, it's a it's a vacation destination. All right, I'll go vac. Okay, but in that in like a in a in a vacation town, how about that? You ever worked at a romantic getaway? <laughs> I worked at the Green Turtle in Ocean City, so I know what I'm talking about. Anyway, like employees come. What about that dough roller? <laughs> <laughs> the pepperoni curls up. It's amazing. <laughs> the fact that you know that—that's all I know about his food, Dom. That's all I know. My God. Anyway, he um he he went into the Green Turtle kitchen and cooked himself a hamburger and brought it back out. <laughs> he was so drunk. He and and nobody nobody was the wiser. They just thought that he worked there. 
Well, it's amazing that people who work there are like, who's the new dude? I don't know, but he's pretty good. They don't care because there's so much turnover like over the summertime. They're like, oh, that guy must work here. Well, I thought it was – I mean, it, would it make – for the case of the five guys uh, burglar, would you say that – Ham burglar? Ham burglar. Nice. Uh, w- but would you say that he would not be stealing if he worked there and just made a bunch of food and gave it away to somebody? But you've done that. No, not me. You you told us on a previous episode that you know you give a little you change your order at the window. You, you just, just say Calpesh. I'll give you give me one dollar. <laughs> I'll give you a bag full of food, <laughs> and then I would pocket that dollar. And I'd make like fifty bucks a night. <laughs> that's not stealing. No, that wasn't stealing because I worked <laughs> there. Jeremy's pulling up in a Mercedes <laughs> parked outside the McDonald's, and I was like, "How are you making that kind of noise?" <laughs> McDonald's stock plummets. I'm sure that wasn't the reason. Hey, when you sell 29 cent cheeseburgers or whatever they are doing <laughs> special, you have to expect a little bit of shrinkage. A, l- a little bit. A little, little bit. bit of shrinkage. Speaking of a little bit of shrinkage, Don. Good transition. <laughs> so smooth. We've talked about hygiene on the show before. Some of us brush our teeth two to three times a day. Some of us brush our teeth only once a day. And some of us never floss. Well, here's another topic we can get to, and it's about how often you should shower. Don, how often... Should you shower? All right. Ha- I, now you think I not know- how often do you shower? We'll come back to that in a second. How often do you think you should shower? All right. I I I I shower every day. Okay. I believe that the answer is every other day. Okay. That's a good that's a good guess. And you shower every day, which is it, it's an impressive considering you don't brush your teeth twice a day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hold on one second. Is it acceptable if if you um? Now, just letting the shower water hit your teeth does not count as brushing, <laughs> it, it, Don. The, but it's really powerful spray. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> it is not the same as a water count? pick. No. It's not like a water. It's That's exactly I mean, where if, I was. If your shower is that strong like a water pick, you have no skin. You should come over tomorrow and take a shower. I might. Maybe you and I can take one. Tony, how often do you think you should shower? How much do I think I should shower? I would say uh, six days a week. Six days a week. Well, according to... Now, admittedly, this is one expert, so perhaps all the others disagree. Is it John Modet? Is that the expert? Dr. Elaine Larson says you really only need to shower two times a week. If you shower twice a week on average, you're not removing your body's essential oils. That If you remove, that's why you smell, because your body does not have the natural oil. There I was. Mm. After a See, shower one day, why do you go to the oil. gym every day? Well, right. I guess there are there have to be other functions. If you if uh, you work out, I, I interrupted Don's uh, Don's Jerry story. My, my sexy oils. <laughs> I interrupted Don's was, sexy oils. He was oils. completely frustrated when I kept talking. He, he turned off the music and just looked away in disgust. <laughs> like I can't believe you. You're, you're, you're talking over my com- comedy gold. No, I think two times a week is probably a little bit low. I think you should probably shower. Every other day is probably a good number. What does Dr. Johnny Laugh say? Dr. Johnny Laugh says you should only take a shower whenever you believe you might have sex that day. <laughs> so once a month is about the time you shower around my house. That's a crapshoot. <laughs> you just randomly go for it and see what happens. I got my fingers crossed. Taking a shower today. There might be. got to uh, make sure your balls are fresh. Got to make sure. Might be some time later this evening. Uh, no, no. I'd say uh, every day I have to go into the office uh, and any day I would have worked out. Now, that never happens, that last one. But I go into the office two to three times a week, so I shower two to three times a week. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> I, I think yeah, they say that it's like not you good to shower only shower two to three times a week. Yeah, I only shower when I have to go to the office. Why am I disgusting if I don't brush my teeth, but you don't take a shower but two days? Because I still have to talk at people. They can smell my breath, so I have to make sure my breath is minty fresh. Nobody's, nobody's smelling my breath in the middle of the night. 
But you don't. It's not like you brush your teeth in the morning. Gross. I take a actually. Minute. I guarantee you have somebody else in your bed smelling your breath every night because you have four children. You have not slept alone in in at least seven years. Maybe they they should move to their own room. <laughs> this is going to get them to move out. I don't brush my teeth on purpose. <laughs> hey, guess what? This smells like cat turds. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, two times a week. That is uh, that is the average. I'm sure everybody is exceeding that average, except for probably me. So there you go, America. Very clean country. Hygiene. Go ahead and start the music, Don. Oh, are you ready for the next one? Well, I, I thought if you yelled hygiene, I didn't know where to go. I said hygiene. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hygiene. That's awful. Hey, guess what? What's what happened if you decided one day you were going to take the law into your own hands? It never ends up well. Well, it certainly didn't go well for this next gentleman who set up his own fake DUI checkpoint. <laughs> whoa. whoa so here's something you should never do. Uh, this is from Somerset, Pennsylvania, home of the Badgers. I'm sorry? I don't know. I made that part up. At 4 a.m., <laughs> this gentleman decided the right cause of action when he was already drinking for the evening was to pull his car over diagonally across a, a fairly major highway, uh, turn on a blue <laughs> headlight bar, like, like oh, a blue flashing no. light bar, uh, set flares off across the road, and stop people at his own oh. DUI checkpoint. Well, it turns out when he stopped the cops at his DUI checkpoint... <laughs> They realized he smelled like alcohol, was not a police officer, and he has been <laughs> he has been fined <laughs> and uh, also charged with a DUI. Hey, hey, step <laughs> up and blow into this. Why would you think that's a good idea? There I was at my own DUI checkpoint. I pulled down my pants, and I was testing their breath. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible, Don. Terrible. <laughs> I figure that's something that one of you would do. No, I would not. That's it, in fact, <laughs> I don't, if no. you, if if I'm in any way, like tonight, I've had one beer at the Beat Lab. I'm not honestly concerned. I'm not going to to fail a breathalyzer. But that said, I don't want to get pulled over to test that theory. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drive safely. I'm not going to start my own DUI checkpoint on the way home <laughs> on Richie Highway. Extreme social anxiety, and that doesn't uh, go away <laughs> when I drink. So I'm not going to all of a sudden have interactions with people at four in the morning. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, ma'am, you have to pull over. I'm from the uh, National Police Department company, and uh, we're doing random DUI <laughs> checkpoints. And, By the way, uh, your your car is full of gas. Your car, <laughs> your car's full of gas. You gotta smash those windows out. Uh, what do you mean? My car's full of gas. That's how it moves. No, no, you don't understand. Your car's full of gas. <laughs> ma'am, I am Officer Doctor Johnny Laugh. <laughs> I'm Officer Policeman, and um, <laughs> you've got a Saturn. It's <laughs> the Saturn is blocking four lanes. Saturn of diagonally traffic. blocked across four lanes of traffic with a giant dent on the side. There's nothing but Dunkin' Donuts cups come pouring out of the car. And you're just in the middle of the road. Ma'am, do you have a DUI? I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, it turns out that's not a good idea. You got the touch. I guess if you can start your own DUI checkpoint, you got the touch. You, the you might have the power. Rate us on iTunes. Yeah. We're not going to talk that up? Oh, yeah, everyone was done. waiting for each other to talk that up. That went poorly. You restart this time. Oh. Restart it. We're going to restart every week till we get it right. <laughs> this is you, Don. It's all you. This is you. Nah, she was Someone you? better pick it up and it's not going to be me. Because talking up the song is not something I do well. YCR York Tata, stop on down. See DJ John Boucher at the McDonald's. Not that one. That one had a gas leak, and we had to break out all the windows. So see the one across the street for John Boucher this Saturday. He's giving away Big Macs. 98 YCR.
I could listen to you guys do that for literally <laughs> three straight days. Uh, this is another one of Tony's classic songs. This is, I like to play this really loud on the way home from work. I feel good about myself. From the Transformers movie. This and uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. These two songs, I play them on repeat on the whole way home. Who the hell is Stan Bush? Stan Bush pretty much is known for this song. Did he do anything else? Other songs that sound just like this, I'm sure. Can we get can we You get know what other song this movie was in? Or what? You know what other movie this song was in? Uh, yes, hold on. Um, no, I don't. I do. Hold on, hold on. I feel like it's a Karate Kid thing. No, it is not. You got yeah, Oh, no, 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 no. It's Boogie Nights. Well, it was Boogie Nights. Yeah. I was going to say Schindler's List. No, it's uh, Boogie Nights. <laughs> Boogie Nights. <laughs> and Frank's Footlong. <laughs> Make sure to keep them in your fridge because they'll parachute erratic and Frank's. Terrible. Terrible. I love Boogie Nights. 100% German sauce. I didn't hear them. What did you say in the other movie it was? Boogie Nights. But what movie did you say? Schindler's List. <laughs> so yeah. I thought you went with the Anne Frank jokes. Did you just think that was funny that I'd bring it up again? No, I just thought that you said that it was another movie. Did you know it was Boogie Nights? I thought you didn't know that it was in Boogie Nights. No, as well. I knew. It. That's why I brought it up. Why would I bring up a piece you said of trivia that, I don't you know? You said that too. Yeah, yeah. Because a joke, it doesn't matter. Let's end the show, Don. See you next week. I'll write it down for you. See you next week. <laughs> See you guys. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. Uh, you can. <laughs> right. Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>